Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. We are live at the Virginia Mason Athletic Center. It's Wyman and Bob, Seattle Sports on 710. And sitting in the room with us, for those of you watching on the video stream, the one, the only John Radigan is here with us, or as Dave likes to call him, Mike. How are you, man? I did not. Damn it. uh, Linebackers, I don't get wrong. (laughs) How are you? No, I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys for having me here. Yeah, we we appreciate you coming in. And we were just talking during the break about the game and some of the penalties that were called and some that weren't penalties. But in the end, you're looking at it going, man, 12 penalties, 130 yards. And I've been talking to Dave because he played in the league for almost a decade. And I was like, well, how do they handle it then? And how do you know, the coaches would yell and scream. And, you know, everybody's got a different approach. How do you fix it? How do you, when it when it's been a problem all year, I mean, does Pete yell at you guys? Do your position coaches take you in the room and say, John, you can't do this anymore? How, how, how is it addressed after a game like this? Well, I think the biggest thing is that it is addressed, and it's been addressed since uh, it has been an ongoing problem this uh, season so far, and it's unfortunate, but um, that's the first thing that our coaches do. They address it. They take ownership and say, we need to coach better, but in reality, the players are the ones that are out there on the field, and so... We're the ones that ultimately need to get the job done and and be better on that end. And um, really, it, it it starts with a lot of a lot of the pre-snap stuff. Just absolutely needs to not happen. Um, that's something that we are in complete control of. There might be some fluke calls and some things that happen. Um, the suplex that one was all right because it, it fires us up and it lets us know. It lets the team know, hey, we're an aggressive defense and we're playing hard. So. Things like that, they happen, and we can roll with that. That wouldn't you know, get our uh, penalties over double digits, but um, with all the pre-snap penalties that we have, it, it's something that needs to be addressed, which it has been, and it's something that ultimately as players we need to take the accountability and, and listen to the coaching and listen to um, everything. I mean, the, the snap count you know, on defense, watching the ball, um, we, we know how to do it right, so it's ultimately an accountability thing, and um, I would like to say we're taking a step in the right direction, but we're going to have to prove that here in the next coming weeks. Yeah, you know, we were talking about uh, this, the Super Bowl year when the Seahawks won. They led the league in penalties, but they weren't the dead ball type ones. I mean, those are the ones you can actually control, right? So right. just be disciplined. Hey, um, you know, we were just talking about DJ Dallas and, like, special teams we don't talk about enough, man. I, I feel like you guys got a, a pretty good group. Um, and first of all, I want to note, you look at Larry Izzo and you go, there's no way that dude played linebacker in the NFL, right? Right. He's not, he's not a big guy, but he seems like a great coach. And you guys, you know, seems like you take a lot of pride in, in the special team group. And you're, you're better than I think that we, than we've talked about. No doubt. No doubt. I think uh, I'm glad that you said that because we don't get that much recognition. And yeah. I think there are a lot of times where we could get a lot more recognition just for the way that we play the game and the way that we kind of, help control the game and uh, special teams obviously plays a huge role in field position and ultimately when you when all three fla- when all three phases of the game are clicking that's when you win football games and um, so even though we might not have any game breaking plays or touchdowns so far on on uh, returns which which ideally you know that's we're going to turn that up that might be coming yeah. but um, we do play a very aggressive uh, style of, of special teams here and we take a lot of pride in it and that does start from the top with Larry Izzo um, doesn't pass the eye test but he was an absolute baller when he played <laughs> amazing and, um, he still instills everything that he you know that chip on that shoulder chip on your shoulder mentality that he had uh, he, he looks for that and he likes to instill that in uh, in our group so 
you know, we call ourselves the Hawks Nest. We like to bring it every game, that's for sure. How do you guys, uh, how, do you, how do you look at a Thursday night game? Are you somebody, as a fan, I love it. The more football and the more nights, the happier I am. I like it. I have it Monday through Sunday. But as a player, to turn around from playing Sunday, and you got to be ready to go Thursday, just physically, what is that like? Yeah, physically it's tough because uh, it is such a quick turnaround. Mentally it's tough because you're telling yourself it's such a quick turnaround and it's not where you're used to. So you kind of get thrown off rhythm a little bit, and um, the preparation is obviously going to be a little different. But ultimately we can't use it as any excuse. Um, the good thing about this game is that the 49ers are on a short turnaround too. So ultimately it's going to be uh, an even football game, if you will, in terms of preparation. And um, me personally – I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a short week of practice, and you know you just kind of you're able to go out there and play ball. So uh, personally, I, I enjoy it, but at the same time, it does come with it. Uh, it does come with a little bit, you know. <laughs> there's a downside. There's a downside. To it. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a little bit of a downside just because of the short turnaround, and you obviously want your body to be as healthy as it can be, and um, with limited time, it's a little bit tougher. John, when you look at um, San Francisco, we were just talking about uh, the 49ers and how, like, all their motion and um, their uh, their GM called it the illusion of complexity. Like, it it's it's kind of simple, but it looks complicated. What do you see from them? Like, what's the, the big challenge? Other than, you know, you got Kittle and McCaffrey and these really good players, but what's the, the challenge that they bring offensively? Right, and they do have all the weapons, um, but like you said, it's kind of just eye candy. They really just want to throw you off the scent. And um, as a any any all of our defensive players, we know that they're trying to get to the same the end the end game the end play for them is the same as these other teams that don't do all the motions and don't do all the eye trickery. And um, I would say one of their biggest threats really is their quarterback, right? Brock Purdy's really stepped up for them and uh, he's doing a great job. He had a couple rough games earlier in the year, but obviously that's not, that doesn't define him. He's certainly a good football player and for him to be playing the way that he does controlling the offense, the way that he does um, along with the weapons that they have, I think uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to really go after him and make him uncomfortable in order to win this game. How about playing on Thanksgiving? Are you excited about that? Do you feel like, oh, man, I'd rather be with – I don't know if you have family here or what. what are you going to go celebrate after the game? How do, you, how do you feel about playing on Thanksgiving, and what do you do afterwards? I think it's a cool opportunity because it's, it's one of those games where you watch it every year growing up, and uh, for everybody playing in the NFL – you would you would think growing up that's that's what our goal was right to play in the NFL so to finally have the opportunity to play on Thanksgiving and uh, be my family is here thankfully and so I'll be able to hang out with them a little bit after the game and um, it's definitely a great opportunity it's really cool it's a it's a great stage for us and all uh, eyes on you all eyes on us yeah we're excited for it yeah that I remember that was just we just had Monday night when I played and that was like a big deal, you know, cause everybody sees you nationally and all that stuff. Um, tell us about your family. So I've got two older brothers and then both my parents, they're all out here right now. Um, both my brothers played football. It's just kind of been one of those things, you know, we grew up with, with, before I could speak, I had a football uniform on, right. And, uh, <laughs> we've been, we've been fans of all different types of teams and had idols to all different types of players. And, um, yeah, my football really runs deep. Uh, that's cool. Who, who was your, before we let you get out of here, who was your guy? Who was your football idol growing up? So growing up just outside of Chicago area, I would say I really looked at Brian Urlacher and Lance Briggs. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't the biggest Bears fan, but I definitely liked 
the way those guys played linebacker, and I looked up to them when I was growing up. You ever hear of Jack Lambert? Of course, yeah. Okay, my my course, dad's yeah. a Pittsburgh guy, so that was uh, my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were so. going to be really disappointed if he said no, huh? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. No, you got to you got to know the history of ball, man. Hey, exactly. I appreciate that. I do realize how old I am, though. But <laughs> I used to when I was a kid. I had a poster of Jack Lambert, and uh, I drew like a bubble out of his mouth, and it said "Don't bleep with me," and I had that on my wall. And my mom let me keep it. So, oh, nice. yeah. So, <laughs> football mom. Yeah, she's a fo- totally a football mom. Sounds like you got, off. A, you got a football mom. Oh, there's no doubt dad. about it. Yeah, there's no doubt. My we, mom, she had to raise three boys. and Oh, yeah. Every football oh. practice, every football game, just so supportive. So uh, That's cool. That's another – that adds to it, really, being able to play on Thanksgiving with them here. And um, it just – it's very cool. I, I My mom, like all the fieriness and everything, I got from her, not from my dad. Is yeah. that – is your mom that way? She is. She is. But my dad's got it, too. Uh, and my dad, he played ball himself. So, I mean – I get it from both. Yeah. 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 Equal distribution. Equal distribution. And then my brothers as well, because they're both older than me. So they were always huge inspirations for me. Nice. Well, John, good to talk to you as always, man. We wish you nothing but the best and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. John Radigan of your Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks player spotlight is presented by Quantum Fiber.